Welcome, welcome, welcome to the event podcast. This is the event podcast. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the event podcast. It's Jake Krolik here with Vin Driscoll. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing awesome. It's been a little while since we've gotten together. You and I have both been traveling. We have It's summertime, Jake. This is what we do. This is <laughs> what we do. We've been at a lot of events. Absolutely. So today, let's talk about some of those events. Let's start... Let's start with you, Jake. So you, yeah. you, you go to a lot more events than I do. I don't, though. That's just it. I just, I live my life like everyone else does. And so in the last few months, I went to uh, a Grateful Dead concert. I went to a Fish concert. And I went to see a live podcast with mm. a group called How Did This Get Made, which was really awesome. I highly recommend people go out and see live podcasts. That's pretty cool. Where, where is this? Where so, is, how did this get made? How did this get made was at a new venue in Philadelphia called The Met. So if anyone knows, that's a 4,000-person venue sold out, packed, nope. on the same night that the Rolling Stones were also in town. No kidding. Well, not, they didn't really pull the same type of sure, crowd. Sure, well, <laughs> <laughs> nobody can pull that kind of crowd. <laughs> no, but it was great, and it, it was exciting, and it was fun, and we'll go into that later. We'll kind of, okay. let's, I got, I've got an order for today. All show. right. We are going to go from... The dead lot, to the fish lot, to how did this get made's lot. All right, let's let's start it up. So we're starting with the Grateful Dead. The Grateful Dead, love them, favorite band. My very first concert, 1988. Oh my God, Finn. Yep. Where well, was that? It was on Long Island. Oh, that's a good show. That was. It's one of the things that I could say that I'm I'm, I'm really proud about. My first concert was a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> My and first concert was not a Grateful Dead concert. <laughs> I saw the Grateful Dead in 93 was the first time okay, I saw them at right. Highgate. But you get to see them with Jerry. So I, think, I did. I think and then I saw them like three times in college with Jerry too. Oh, okay. And then goodbye, Jerry. Goodbye, Jerry. Yep. Oh, although I like to think he's looking down on us smiling right now. So, <laughs> All right, so, so let's get into this. So the you, dead, saw, you saw so them I saw where? the Dead this summer at Camden. Okay. Um, uh, you know, if you've been to a big show, there, uh, uh, when I say the lot, the parking lot sure. becomes a makeshift uh, area where you buy food, mm -hmm. you buy drinks, you buy articles of clothing, or you buy merchandise. Mm -hmm. You know, and really, the dead started this. The dead lot was the most ingenious, had the most ingenious fans, who did the most ingenious things and brought art into the equation and brought in fan sensibilities and fan demands and what made sense and what they wanted. And that's something that a lot of people, look, there are so many lessons to learn from the Grateful Dead lot mm -hmm. in sales, in economics, in merchandise sure. and branding. But one of the things that the fans did the best was they listened to what the audience wanted and that's something that everyone should take away is listening to what your audience sure, want but they course. listened to what their audience wanted and they went our audience wants all kinds of craziness and what we've seen over the years is an evolution of fan-based products and mm -hmm. i should say right out of the gate these are illegal i of mean course, these are fully illegal mm -hmm. i i personally have had merchandise taken away trying to sling mm -hmm. in a lot I have had friends who have been arrested for doing this. This right. is illegal, full and through. But 
there are lessons to be learned mm-hmm. from it. And some of the most amazing wares that you've seen coming out. And what I mean by illegal is not everything that's being sold in the lot is illegal, but what I'm showing today is. Okay. Now, um, now let me ask you this question. Yeah. What makes it illegal? Well, there are. That you're trying to sell so, it? So, no. You, you can sell things in the lot. Mm-hmm. In certain lots. I'm sure there's laws in certain states that you're not allowed to without a license right. to sell certain things. But what's making this illegal and what usually makes things illegal is taking a logo right. or a brand band name mm-hmm. or a brand thing that they've clearly stated, you may not use this in any format. Mm-hmm. And if you do, right. yeah, it's trademarked, then we're taking your merchandise okay. or maybe more serious, the police are going to arrest okay. you. And what we're looking at today and what I'm going to show and what you're going to mm-hmm. show uh, online we, right. online, is a cross brand. And you see this a lot. It's very popular when mm-hmm. you see uh, two different brands work together. Right. And they sometimes you'll see a little X go between them and they're like, it'll be uh, Vans meets the Rolling Stones. Right. Right. Or it's a collaboration. A collaboration right. of sorts. And so what this fan did was they took two really popular things. They took baseball and everyone's love of baseball. And they took the Grateful Dead's um, very classic logo, the Steal Your Face. Mm -hmm. And the head of the Steal Your Face is always hollow. And Mm -hmm. a very typical Steal Your Face would have a lightning bolt through it and it's got red and blue. Um, But what this fan did was they kept the Steal Your Face and they put it on a very classic old school design um, which is what I want to focus on here, which is the uh, the ball cap that looks like it's got the baseball right on the top okay, of it, meaning gotcha. that the stitching goes right over the top of the hat. Uh, and the So the head part is the baseball. The head part right. is the baseball, and the logo where the team's logo would go has the steal your face gotcha. on it. Okay. And in the center of the steal your face would be the baseball team's logos. So imagine you're a Grateful Dead fan, and you're also a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. Mm-hmm. Well, you walk up and you see this wonderful hat that's got two of your favorite things on it. You're like, woohoo, I love that. And let me talk about, because this is a great time to say, like, I just discovered yesterday, because I am a Grateful Dead fan, I'm also a skier, that there is a wonderful legal collaboration going on right now with Teton Gravity Research, which uh-huh. makes ski movies and some articles of clothing out of Wyoming and the Grateful Dead. And they have a collab going and there's some t-shirts and some pins and some hats on their on their site that are legal, okay, that so, are happening. So this is sanctioned by both. Sanctioned okay, by both. Right. And it's perfect. It, it connects with me and both of my loves. Huh. I immediately ordered of course, a bunch right. of things on there yesterday and went, I have right. to have all of these. And when I looked at this table and when we saw this mm. in the lot, this table was hot. Merchandise was flying. So this was illegal. But oh, this was it's a, yeah totally illegal in when you look at not maybe not illegal to right. sell what something but what he's selling of course is, is definitely not sanctioned totally so so you're saying that this is potentially a trend you're say, you're, you're saying that this is a trend this because this is a trend that's been going on for quite a while but in very small subtle ways I'm starting to see it now start to blossom into large scale larger ways right yeah well, we've talked about this before because sure. you and i are, are both beer fans but beer <laughs> beer brands are doing a lot of collaborations and that is something because well i mean you know craft beer is huge Can tell now. us tell us like because i agree with you yeah but like what like for people listening 
can you say like some of the bigger collaborations that you've heard of? Um, well, I know that locally, um, Tired Hands does a lot of collaboration with. But they do national collabs. They do. They they actually I, they've uh, done collaborations with Hill Farm Setup in Vermont, and I think they yeah. they've done other um, collaborations up and down the East Coast. But I think that's it's a way for a, like a local regional uh, brand to start to get well-known in a different region. You know, it's Definitely. like, hey, Hill Farmstead is up in Vermont. You know, hey, they're doing this collab with Philadelphia um, Tired Hand Brewery, and it's now Vermont is aware of Tired Hands and vice versa. So Very true. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's I've seen this. I've seen this a lot. I mean, I, it I, is. beer it's brands. A way, it's also a way for two very different things. Mm -hmm. So let's using beer as the example. If I am tired hands and I'm known for like my I, I like my really New England style IPAs, mm -hmm. my milkshakes, my stuff sure. like that. So if I'm into doing something like we'll say the milkshake where it's involving fruit, right? And I know that I want to work with something a, a a something from let's say Australia. I want kiwis from Australia, mm. which it's a rarity. Mm -hmm. That it's a way for me to kind of partner up with someone that I've always wanted to work with and to bring that into the thing that I do. Right. And that's an interesting thing. You see this a lot with um, charities will start to do mm -hmm. this. Well, they'll collab with a big brand like Nike. Nike will do something with a charitable organization and they'll do right. a cross thing. Uh, you also like back to beer, not just to to like what you see is – to spread their name, but also because these brewers find out about another brewer and they want to work with them. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, yeah, that's a hot brewer on the West Coast. We're on the East Coast. We want to do something together. Right, right. So it's an interesting way of doing business. I can guarantee, though, like just looking at these ball logos, they didn't want to do a collaboration probably with the Grateful Dead on For this. sure. But when you spoke of the sanctioned yeah. Um, one. Yeah. What is what is the motivation for doing one like that? You know, it's awesome. Um, the motivation is that like-minded people are there. Mm -hmm. You're finding your fan base in that ski world, and so it makes sense to do a collaboration. I also know the other side of the motivation. There's about to be a really big edit or short video coming out, put out by the action sports world. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Bentchettler is working with Rob Machado, Rob Machado, the pro surfer, mm -hmm. and they're about to uncork at the end of September, this, um, uh, uh how do I put it? A homage to the okay. Grateful Dead. Oh, okay. And done in riding on, uh, on water and in snow. And they're doing things with glowing neon lights on the bottom of surfboards and they're riding at okay. night. Um, and they're right, and they're skiing and snowboarding huh. at night in glowing skeleton suits. Oh wow! So there's this whole push. The great there's a big dead push going anyway. Right. In general, it's just grown and grown. Right. Um, the dead is always popular. I know it's it, funny that you say it that. It never because... goes out of style. It's right. always super popular. It is like an anomaly that right. they will never. No matter how old these guys get, you're talking about a band that maybe is the truest art form, the truest sound of America. Right. It is Americana. It is all the styles brought into one. You know, it's funny you say that. I, I, I totally agree with that. And I, and I think when these band members get to the point where they can't play, any, play anymore, I think that 
I think the Grateful Dead name will go on. It'll just have people replace. Of course. So, so totally. You, you know, it's how many times if have, have they? Hi, we're done. This is our last right. shows, and then a new, new incarnation will come in. For sure. And there's so many great musicians who have dedicated themselves. Right. Whether, you know, look, you, you've got young guys who I think are some of the top musicians in the world right now who are doing a tribute to them. You right. know, J Rad. You know, mm -hmm. Joe Russo's Almost Dead project is that. Right. And you'll see them continue it. I know. always thought that you know Trey Anastasia would assume you know the role in cool. the Grateful Dead but Fish uh -huh. has become so big uh -huh. that you're killing me <laughs> they're actually you know uh, an entity they're on, their on, own end yeah for sure and no knocking on Trey but he's no Jerry he's his own person and for sure would never sure. and we've seen it just personally it doesn't fit right right and as I like Fish as well for other reasons definitely not as much sure the dead is my I just want to set right. the record straight. For sure. I am a very light fish fan and a very heavy dead heavy fan. Heavy dead fan, yes, for and sure. And so we should move. Let's, let's shift gears. Sure. Let's move into fish because let me, let me first and foremost say uh, dead fans are incredible, and I'm, mm -hmm. but fish fans are coming up so fast and far between and have separated themselves in so many other ways. And what I want to talk about here is something that I saw in Camden and then I did a little bit of research with it. Um, section 119. Section119.com is the store. And these are clothing mm -hmm. designed for fans, by fans. and Of fish. Of fish. Of fish. Okay. And they use a pattern on this clothes. And the pattern comes from... John Fishman, who's the drummer for Fish, who back in the late 80s, early 90s, was known to wear this moo yep. or smock. It was uh, rumored to be given to him by some friends, <laughs> and he ran with it and wore it a lot. Yep. And it was, it, it had faded so much that through the years, people were like, it's gray with red <laughs> circles. It wasn't. Right. It was blue with red, right. red circles, red donuts. And that has been carried into this synonymous with fish look. Right. And it's done as a very subtle design that anyone who's a fan of fish will recognize and know that you immediately are a fan of fish. Oh, gotcha. And so this was fascinating to me because they brought this company has started to sell men's dress shirts. Now is, is this company is this a sanctioned... So let's talk okay. about that. So what happened was Fish went um, and tried to get a, a copyright on this design for years. Mm -hmm. And they were kept on getting shut down. They couldn't hmm. get it. And they still don't really have the copyright on it. It's still an out there design to huh. be used. What Fish got the copyright for was for a single t-shirt, a solid blue t-shirt with the pattern on okay. it, designed all the way over, all over... And a reproduction smock moo moo. And that okay. is it. And those it. Okay. two articles of clothing. So a company like Section 119 can simply not sell those two articles I see. of clothing. Okay. However, they wouldn't though. Right. If you when when you see their stuff, they have dress clothes huh. for work and for going out. Everything from tuxedo coats with it on it <laughs> to really nice blue men's dress coats with the pattern hidden. Kind of on the inside of the buttons or on the oh, collar. Oh, so it's, it's not it's like... It's subtle. Yeah, it's, it's not in your face. Okay. It is... And if you think about it, look, Vin, look, you and I are in our... I'm going to say I'm in my 40s. <laughs> I'm in my 40s as well. We're in your well. 40s. 
and when we come to, to work this, every yeah. day, maybe I can't wear a concert t-shirt every day, but maybe I want to wear something that's subtle. Sure. Because I just ordered these cool Grateful Dead pins that'll be great <laughs> for work. Right. And that's what this is. Okay. This is the ability to bring your brand and something that you love in your personal life mm -hmm. into your workplace and not offend anyone. Now, you can't see it because we're doing a podcast. We'll post this online. But yeah. um, the printout that you have here is literally not subtle. It's somebody who's dressed up in a very vibrant blue shirt with the red donuts. It almost looks like you said corporate wear. Now, now there are subtle. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So we're taking a look here. <laughs> yeah, so there there are subtle ones. Most, the one I'm looking at, that I mean that that one screams. Yeah, and there's and fish. that's just it. Yeah, there so there's are, options. Yeah, you got tons of options. You've got ones that will be less subtle, and maybe you want to wear that shirt out on a New Year's Eve show that you go to, and you want to dress up a little bit, huh. but you want to scream fish, and but then there's there's tons. Literally, there are hundreds of articles huh. of clothing, and they go all over the all place. Over from scarves to neckties wow. and it's it's really smart and if you go to section 119.com you can purchase section these online. 119.com you might want to search it i think yeah. there's some some fakes out there too you of might course. want to throw fish into the search on there that looks like they do pop-up stores too here so this is at this the picture you're looking at is right in the lot and okay. they are selling their wares oh, wow. just like just like just in like the, the just like, hat. Yeah, yeah and just like so they're doing the same so thing. those are legal those are At, legal, right? Unless they're do, doing unless the they don't have, or unless they don't have a vendor's okay, license right. or something. You know, like there's of a course. gray area that you can For get sure. around. And you know what? More power to anyone who's doing things that they create on their own sure. and they want to run with. Right, and it, you and I have talked about um, like because I follow the Avid Brothers. Yeah. And the, a big trend with the Avid Brothers now is uh, fan generated stickers. I know which. We'll be in another in a future podcast. A future we will podcast. dig into this. Yeah, because we've been to about five shows this summer. Went went to Red Rocks uh, for the three night run um, in July, and we actually because of the momentum that these stickers had, um, we were seeing them in the forums all over the place. So we decided to do our own. Now what we did is we don't use the Avid Brothers logo, so to speak. Yeah. We just we we just come up with our own. Sure. Um, you use and, lyrics. And lyrics, you could use, you know, the venue. You, uh, like what we did was we did a play on the Colorado uh, flag. So we Perfect. just used the color scheme. We did the Avid Brothers. We did the dates. A collab. Um, <laughs> oh, in a collab with, with Colorado <laughs> and the Avid Brothers. So, That's um, cool. But what's great about these concerts is no one's making money on these stickers. They're just giving them out. And they're giving, like, the fans are eating the stuff up. They love it. Now, the band's like just sitting. Yeah, the band is sitting back doing nothing mm -hmm. and now these stickers and you and i have talked about the power of stickers big time they're, they're going huge. all over the place and people stick them somewhere they stick them in bars they stick them on doors on the um, water bottle on poles in new york city they're everywhere mm -hmm. and the impressions that those stickers get from a, a piece of you know small like a sticker that's they're not paying any money their fans are doing all the work they're mm -hmm. doing all the legwork and it's pretty amazing what fans do and when you talk about of course, the Grateful Dead, you know, to kind of go back to topic number one, my first concert being the Grateful Dead, mm. what do I remember most about that concert? The lot. The lot. Me too. I was a fan of the Dead. I wasn't a huge fan. My sister, uh, my younger sister got me into them at the time, and, you know, I knew a lot of the music, but what resonated most about that concert was the lot, 
and why did it resonate? I mean, there was, I saw lots of drugs. This was the first time I was really saw the drugs, but what I was most amazed about was people were actually making tie dyes in the mm-hmm. lot. They were, they were oh, making yeah. actually cr- their artisans. craft was going on. They were artisans. Yes. They were making food. They were, people were just so friendly. You know, mm-hmm. I just remember thinking when I got into the, into the venue watching a first couple songs, I was like, I'm into this, but I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I kind of wish I was out in the lot right now, you know, because <laughs> of how hours, amazing hours going yeah. around the spectrum. Right. And it was incredible. It blew me away. Yeah. I was so moved by the creativity going on in those lots. Right. I still am to this day. It still has a power that just, it captivates Are you me. talking about the dead or just? A- just any, the... anything. Right. Any lot, any concert lot or any fan-driven event, when you see fan work, there's passion behind it. I know. And that's what sometimes misses from brands and things. You don't see this passion. But let's shift gears again before we we can talk about we can talk about this and we probably will we will we'll we'll do we'll just continue to do segments on our on this on music and and yeah so let's get into the live podcast yeah I want to hear about this because they did something that I think is really fascinating and for the promo industry is kind of mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So when they got so the live a little bit about them how did this get made is uh, three comedians that do. A live podcast. You can listen to it on Spotify okay. or go online. Um, it's about uh, movies. Okay. They review review movies. Um, basically, most of them tend to be like very classic B movies. Okay. But sometimes, like, look, they just did Hobbs and Shaw the okay. other day. They reviewed it or destroyed it, whichever way you right. want to put it. But so so okay so. The, the question in the title of the podcast, how did this get made? So yeah. basically like, how on earth did this get made? Exactly. Okay, I get how it. How on earth did this I've, get made? I've never heard of this podcast. Yeah. But. It is it is funny. If you like movies and you have a, a wide variety of taste in right. movies, you will laugh so hard because it's three really big comedians. They're, um, two of them are from the show The League. Okay. And so they're good at what they do. They're good at making you laugh. So it sounds like a Mystery Science Theater 3000. Very much Mystery Science Theater 3000 happening live, but without the movie playing behind it. Although, while they're talking on stage, one of them is on a laptop and constantly pulling up whatever is going on and references. And so it's funny all the time. Okay. And... And th- so that's what the so that's what they did. Three people sitting on stage talking about the stuff, and uh, it was like watching three. It's it's stand up comedy. Packed house. It's stand up comedy, with like part carrot top where they have a laptop going in a screen instead of items. They've got the screen there, huh. and they're able to show things. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so you went to this. I went to this. Okay. My wife loves this and hooked me on it and so i've been listening to it uh-huh. and i want it she we saw they were going on a live tour i think they're still out on tour you could probably find them if you want to but we went and we had a blast but that's not what i want to talk about what i want to talk about is something they did so they came on stage one at a time and when they were on stage they said look um we really don't want you guys taking photos of us so at the end of the show we're going to turn all the house lights up. We'll stand out here, make some funny faces and poses, take your photos then. And we also want to let you know there's merchandise in the lobby. It's a t-shirt that looks like this. They held it up and it's this. But we want to talk to you about something else we're doing. And they said, 
we want to create a live merchandise thing with you here and we want you to be able to buy it. And we all kind of went, huh? What's going on? And so they said, look, let us explain. Every show has some inside jokes to it. And so the movie that they were doing for us was Double Dragon back from the late early 90s. Double Dragon was at the... Based on the video game. Gotcha, okay. It was a pretty bad movie. Right. But it's... You know, it's had its moments. It was sure. funny. And so the movie they had done the nights before um, was, uh, I forget, Deadfall, I think okay. might have been an 80s movie. And they told us the inside joke from the night before and explained that, or a few nights ago, that they explained that they pick the best inside joke between themselves and the audience, mm-hmm. something that we would all remember. And they make a T-shirt out of it and offer it for sale two days later. Moment merch. Moment merch, right yep. out of there, and all for us. For and the people that the were people actually at there. the yep. show, we'd be the only ones who would understand the joke, and it would just be for us, and it was special just to that show. Do they syndicate syndicate the show afterwards? Yeah. So then, it, it, potentially, yeah. you're going to be, you have something that a lot of people will know about. But that night, you only only the people that are in attendance yeah. got it. Okay. Yeah. And we get so what they do is they have clearly have a designer, and they they bring one of the inside jokes from the evening back to that designer. The next day, the designer makes a T-shirt. They make something legal without breaking right. any laws and doing things. And they they have partnered with a site called T Public. Okay. And they do print on demand for these shirts and you can order them then. And I was fascinated immediately by this. It so, blew me out of the water. So you don't idea. know what, what you're getting. Uh, no, you do. You do know you get to, you go onto T public and you see what the inside joke was. Oh, I and see. You okay. Go, and you see and the you can, design and you can order it then. Oh, okay. So, and what, so, so did you get, did you get one? I did. I ordered the t-shirt. I'll never wear it. It'll never be something on my body, but it's a memory from the show. Sure. But here's the kicker, you know, like through the entire show, I wanted my, I wanted every inside joke they said to become the T. That's so funny. I'm like, that's a perfect T-shirt. <laughs> that's a perfect T-shirt. And they ended up choosing for dub- people who are fans of the game Double Dragon. When you beat the game, the hero grabs the girl and has an embrace and a mm-hmm. kiss with her at the end. And over on the side, underneath a chair is this funny shifty cat and his eyes are like looking around and they pointed that someone brought this up. One of these fans brought this up and so they brought this up on the big screen and everyone's looking at it and they were like, well, that would be a great (laughs) t-shirt. Look what the cat saw. And that's what that's what it is, is a pixelated cat with these people in his eyes. And it says, look what the cat saw. How did this get made? That's so funny. And it's like this random... Is it branded with the podcast? Yeah. It's got a little, like, how did this get made? But it's very subtle. It's not meant to be branded. You wouldn't know that that's the podcast. And it's not their logo or anything. They just put it on. But it is... That is pretty cool. It is one of the coolest things. It was literally taking the moment, moment... Sure. That moment that happened, and they made something out of it just for us. Right. And every show on the tour has gotten their own personalized That's... T-shirt. And I'm looking at them right now, and I'm like, I have no idea what any of these mean. Right, because you weren't there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. You could probably listen to the syndicated podcast, but it's it's certainly more valuable to those who are actually there for it. Yeah. So this is 
Yeah, I mean that's really a perfect example of moment merch. I yep. mean it's it's you know merch made in the moment, but I've never heard of anything quite like this. I had never seen it. I I was blown away by it. It was just brilliant and it's it like the Grateful Dead doing a specific shirt. Sure. For, for each show. For each show. Now, based on a based on a song something. or a moment something or that something happened. from the night. Right. And it would be a band doing a specific shirt to the show that they were at, right. which I highly recommend to all you bands out there listening. <laughs> if you are out there, start doing this. This is a great yeah. This, this is, a great is something idea. to do because we know about the power of poster art. Mm-hmm. We want to get the posters at the show because right. it's specific to that show. To that but show. Yep. you know what? They sell those out almost immediately most places, or mm-hmm. you have to wait in lines. And what if you could buy a certain show after the show? online right from that show that was specific to something there sure like like for instance i'll give you an example of something like because i follow the avid brothers yeah all those posters are already made up in advance one of the shows uh at red rocks this year lightning hail we had we had everything that's that is a perfect i survived red rocks 2019 exactly you know like that up online, just special with the Avid Brothers, mm-hmm. like you would get that. Or like you would have a code that only the ticket holders could sure. buy that shirt who were there. Right. And then it would be a badge of like honor. Right. Then For it sure. would become a collector's item. Mm-hmm. And then that t-shirt would become a $500 eBay thing. You know, and that's yeah. how you build this stuff. Limit, make it special. Right. Like there's so many things that are so cool about that. That's I I really think that's a that's a really cool idea. <laughs> I don't know if they came up with it, but that to me is you're right. You know, if bands could do this, I I don't know how many bands have the resources to do something like this. The Avids have the resources. I think they. In they fact, would probably I would have. say that any mid-tier band doesn't have to be a stadium band, but mm-hmm. any mid-tier band that has a support staff of any sort or fans of any sort that they can work with can immediately adopt something like this and start to do it. It would it it, it doesn't have to be the next week either. Mm. I would have waited 2 months to sure. see this t-shirt. Right. right. So realistically, you don't have to work with something to drop ship it and have it ready overnight. Right. You just have to have the idea and the site to put it up and say these will right. be ready in 2 weeks. Pre-order yours now. Right. You know, and, like it's, and give a limitation. Like you don't want to ha- create too many. You know, mm-hmm. first one hundred people. Yeah, you only make. We're only making a hundred. Right. I see this all the time. Limit, limit, limit. Right, limit. right, right. And it's super cool. This, this is the best promo I've seen it live in a long time. I think you've turned me into the, a fan of this podcast. Ha! You I, re- listen I, to it. I really because I like really bad. B movies. Oh, Finn, this this has got your name. Right I mean, Mystery over. Science Theater is, is just it's one of my favorite shows of all time. And Fully this, agree. You know, this is it sounds like it's right in that same vein. It is. But the fact that they're doing this type of merch is just I'm like after this podcast is over, I'm going to go listen to a few. It's really cool. But it's uh, really cool. Yeah. So you didn't know about this going in. No idea. You had no idea that no they idea. did this. No. I in fact, I, I didn't know what a live podcast would be. Right. I mean, I know Joe Rogan. I know a lot of people do these live podcasts, but do they do them in front of a studio audience? I've never heard of that. Oh, in 3,000, 4,000 people? No way. Yeah. That's a that's a kiss of death to me. Same like, with me. If yeah. you're not funny, 
if you don't have something that's amazing sure. and I've seen live podcasts I saw live podcasts at the Root Pits, Roots Picnic for a few years in mm -hmm. a row but that was connected to the concert right. and we were there and you had Quest Love on stage with a with a group of people so you wanted to hear what he said and you wanted to see it he had sure. he had like there was star power and there's star power here sure. that's what's getting people sure. packing in these are good comedians the comedians right but um where did where can this go like i would go see a live podcast based off of like a ted talks mm -hmm. you're like you don't have to be a star i just have to be interested in what in you're talking what about, you're right, talking about. Sure. and in uh this was like an hour and a half show right like maybe you get multiple people together and it becomes something else like that but yeah. i live podcasts are amazing this was 90 minutes 90 minutes wow yeah it was awesome and i wanted more I, we were all wanted more. No one wanted no to leave. Kidding. And they were willing to hang with us and take questions for like 30 minutes. How many movies did they do? They do just one. They just, they the just one, one in 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And it so was they, dissect, they dissect the movie. Oh, yeah. you just destroyed. And you, mind you, you have a room full of 4,000 people who know this movie inside and out. <laughs> so they're like working with the crowd sure. and people are yelling things to them when they don't know something. Right, right. And, and so it is very interactive. It's interactive, right. And it was cool. Oh, wow. That's yeah. really cool. I think any type of live event, you you know, this is the event podcast and, you know, we talk about That's right. events and we talk about the opportunities there for merchandise. And, and this is, this is a new to style. Me, to me, I would think going into this, there was not going to be very many opportunities for, for merchandise. But now listening to you, Jake, I'm like, they practically created a new way yeah. to create merchandise, yeah. which is amazing. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So who knows where I, events are going? I, I, mean, I, I could tell you. I have no idea where events are going, but I'll tell you, merchandise and promo, promo is here. It's never going to go away. Never going to go away. It's never going to go away because just you just have to get smarter and make cooler mm -hmm. products and things that are people. People want everything. Yep. That's what they want. I've never gone to a concert and not come back with something. Well, I come back with a hangover a lot of well, times. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but but I don't buy a lot anymore. I, we always do. Yeah. Whether or not we're buying, um, you know, a T-shirt for my daughter, or you know, some something for somebody else. We're always sure. we're always thinking, hey, so and so would like that. Oh mm -hmm. man, like, and you know, in that instant, you're you're always thinking like, you know, you want something tangible. You want something to take away from that experience. I always want something different, though, and that's, that's why the I, thing. I think, and that's why they got me to buy this. Right. It's the ugliest T-shirt that they made. <laughs> it is sinfully. That's why ugly. you're never gonna wear it, right? It's sinfully ugly. But you bought it anyway. But I bought it anyway because you were there. I was there. I loved it. I loved the idea about it. Sure. And now I have it in our house, and it'll be in a pile of T-shirts that'll never get worn. Right. right. But you know what? I don't care because they did this. I got it. Right. We ordered two of them actually because so we were funny. like, "This is hilarious." That's a, that's that's a really really cool story, um, and that's really indicative of where, you know, artists have to differentiate themselves with merchandise these days. Hundred percent, and that is the event podcast for today. Awesome. All right, Jake. Thanks for everything. We're gonna probably do one. In the next couple months? Yeah, definitely. We're going to continue these. I mean, we're not going to stop having fun in our lives. For sure. what's out there. And promo is awesome. So let's all embrace it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Jake. Bye, everyone. This is the Event Podcast. 